Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Kylie Dutton, who is featured in our Wine Country Women Heritage Families book. She's also the assistant winemaker at Dutton Estate Winery in Sonoma County. Kylie, I am so excited to be sitting down with you today. Hi, I'm so excited to be sitting with you today as well. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. You are sixth generation Dutton. Yes. Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> Very crazy, um, especially when I tell people that I'm sixth generation in Sonoma County in one area. Not many people have that family lineage and legacy. So it's definitely very different. And I love everything about it. That's fabulous. And you're right. Most generations are not in the in the same county, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, moved on some, you know, moved on elsewhere, but not in the same county. So that makes the Duttons extra special. (laughs) Well, let's talk about your career. You've been working in the family business for some time. Yeah. uh, But you're just launching your winemaking career, which is pretty fun. Yes. How did you decide to get into the winemaking business? What about it got you excited? Well... Since I was young, um, I've always taken an interest in wine, um, especially how wine was made. Um, My parents, you know, they were pretty relaxed when it came to my interest with wine. So I would ask to smell their wine glass if they were drinking it. Um, I would ask, you know, if I could have a little taste and they would ask me questions like, what can you smell? What can you taste? And I would answer And so I just had a palate for it um, at a young age. And um, my favorite thing to do here when I was little and I would come to work with my mom, we would have um, guests come in um, for wine tasting. And I would take this little plastic stool that I had and I would push it up to the bar. And I would stand up there with the guests and um, I would have the tasting room host pour um, a little splash of wine in my glass and I would swirl it and smell it with the with the guests and just like kind of pretend that um, I was tasting along with them and uh, my favorite when I was younger was Sauvignon Blanc just because of the tropical aromas and tropical fruit was my favorite at a young age so um, I just had a palate for it when I was younger and took an interest in it Um, throughout high school, I wasn't sure where I would want to fall in the family business. Um, you know, I was also thinking I would want to be a lawyer. Um, so I was just talking about what I wanted to do in college. And my mom was like, you know, you've, you've had such a great palate for wine when you were younger, you still have one. Like, I think you would be an excellent winemaker. Like, you need to do something with it. It's, like, such an amazing gift that you have. 
And I was like, I don't know. I kind of want to be a lawyer. And then... Um, <laughs> Those are kind of two different things. I know. Lawyer, winemaker. I know. Lawyer, winemaker. And then we were sitting in the car, and in that moment, um, a bottling truck drove by. Oh. So if that was just my sign that, you know, I was meant to be a winemaker. Um, and so I went to college and maybe thought wine sales would be a good fit for me. Um, it was not into sales at all. And so it was senior year. And I was like, well, maybe I will try, you know, the winemaking internship there at the winery. And I got on the phone with our consulting winemaker, Bobby, at the time. And he just kind of went over everything with me, the layout. This is what would happen. And I was like, okay, sign me up. Sign me up. And so I fell in love with it. And I was just like, yep, this is where I'm meant to be. I'm meant to be out here making wine. And yeah, I love it. Do you think, looking back, it was inevitable that you'd work in the family business? I think so. I think deep down, I always knew I was meant to be here. And I was meant to be in the cellar. Um, it just kind of, I, I did go to other job interviews when I was a senior in college and sitting there interviewing, I just, this doesn't feel right. doesn't feel right. And then I came back here and I went to work in the cellar on my first day and I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Do you have a harvest under your belt yet? Oh yes. Um, I've done, I think three harvests here. I've done one abroad in New Zealand. Oh, super. Yeah, yeah. So I will be going on my fourth harvest um, this year. Okay, yeah. awesome. So so you've got it all down pat now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like most about the harvest season? Because to me, that's kind of like the Olympics of winemaking. Yes. You know, it's, it's the most exciting time, I think, yeah. for winemakers. I like the... I like the hustle and bustle. Uh, I don't like that there's no breaks. I just, I love to just keep going. And that's my favorite part of harvest and um, all the, you know, all the uh, vineyards that we bring in. Each vineyard is treated differently and uh, it's just fun to kind of see it go from grape to wine. So, Do you have a particular varietal that you like most? It changes. Um, Okay, today, which varietal do you enjoy the most working with and creating wine? Ooh, um, Pinot Noir is always fun to create, um, and but my favorite varietal today would have to be Chardonnay. And why is that? I'm just I'm such a big Chardonnay fan, um, especially the California style Chardonnay. I like the full malolactic fermentation. I like the oak. I like the butter. I like the full bodied. There's just something about it that is just so great. And I think it's a wine that you can have in the winter and in the summer. So it's just very versatile. <laughs> okay. Do you have a role model or someone that's helping you become an amazing winemaker? Uh, yes. Our consulting winemaker, Bobby Donnell, um, has taken me under his belt um, since the beginning. Uh, he started here in 2017, and I came in uh, 2018. So he was here for a whole year, and then uh, I came in, and we started working together. And what's some of the best advice he's given you that's that you can remember? Uh, um, 
That's a tough one. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if it's really advice. Um, he's just great at, um, when it comes to the seller and when it comes to me and learning, um, he's very fatherly like, and I think I just gravitate more towards that. And it helps me learn and grow more, um, as a winemaker because he can kind of, you know, relate to me on a different level. Um, and just his advice and, um, how he portrays his advice. And to me, it's just, it kind of sinks in a little bit more. So he's a great leader for me. Okay. He's, he's really taking you under his wing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so as you continue to develop your skill set as a winemaker, what kind of wines do you want to make? What will a Kylie Dutton wine be 10 years from now? Um, well, the ranch, so we're all estate uh, grown, so um, we can make wine out of the grapes that we grow so that would be sauvignon blanc we'd grow a little bit of sauvignon blanc mostly chardonnay pinot noir but what's your style gonna be oh my style um your winemaking style how are you gonna describe how would you describe a kylie dutton wine um i think for red wines uh, and white wines too um very fruit forward. Um, we have nice acid out here in the western part of the Russian River Valley. Um, just really elevate um, the acid, the fruit um, from the vineyards. Just make sure that each of the vineyards that we're getting into the winery here, they're all different from each other. Um, keep our broad variety of Pinots and Chardonnay. Just make sure that each wine is different. The vineyard is speaking through it. I'm telling my family history through the wine as well. How do you think the the winery and the business will evolve as you continue to take on more and more responsibility? Again, we'll, we'll use that 10-year mark. 10 mm-hmm. years from now, what do you think uh, the business will be? Um, well, what's your case production now first? Um, we make about four to 5,000 cases. Um, I would love to grow that, um, and be a little bit more. Um, we would love to grow direct to consumer wine club. Um, and we would like to, uh, grow our distribution a little bit too. Um, right now our focus is, um, kind of the Western part of the United States and especially 10 years from now, I would like to get more into the south um, of the United States, into the southern states, um, and maybe start going a little bit more on the east coast. Um, we used to have larger distribution, um, but we definitely scaled back. Um, my mom was raising three kids and was definitely very busy with us. So right. um, traveling was you know, hard for her to do. Um and so I would definitely like to grow, um, to be, have a little bit more distribution. Okay. Yeah. Increase, increase the production mm-hmm. and the distribution. Yeah. Of yeah. The and we are doing that this year. We're starting to, um, increase production this year, um, by, uh, 
maybe 30 tons mm-hmm. and um we're also going to add one more chardonnay into our um, portfolio yes we are and so how many chardonnays do you have we have three currently so and why don't we talk about that how okay. how different are those three uh very different we have um light style chardonnay um tell us what the three chardonnays are okay we have our warren's collection chardonnay our uh kendall's reserve chardonnay and our dutton palms chardonnay so the warren's collection is named after my grandfather warren dutton who started dutton ranch um, a little over 50 years ago and um he when he moved out to the western part of the russian river valley he bought um, a piece of land that had French columbard on it. And in 1967, he replanted the French columbard to um, Chardonnay. What is French columbard? <laughs> um, it's a grape variety that used to be planted out here in Russian River Valley. I believe it's used for um, champagne and sparkling wine now. Um, I would... I would challenge you on that, <laughs> but I I won't. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know much about it. I've never worked with it, but uh, it's a great. Yeah, it's a great. Okay. Yeah, um, and so my grandfather replanted his French Columbard to Chardonnay, and the Warren's Collection Chardonnay now is made from some of those vines that he originally planted over fifty years ago. So that would be our lightest style of Chardonnay. We only do 50% malolactic fermentation to preserve the acidity, to preserve the fruit. We do some concrete egg fermentation on it as well, just to kind of keep it on the lighter style. Um, And then we have our Kendall's Reserve Chardonnay, which is named after my older sister, Kendall. Um, We do um, a third malolactic um, fermentation, or sorry, a third non-malactic fermentation on it, two-thirds malactic fermentation, so still um, lighter style Chardonnay. We do some egg um, fermentation and aging. We do stainless steel fermentation, and we do barrel fermentation and aging wow. on it. a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, so we do a little bit of everything, so it's kind of like our medium style Chardonnay, mm-hmm. and then we have our full body California style Chardonnay, which is our Dutton Palms. We do full malolactic fermentation on it. So a heavier Chardonnay. Yeah, heavier. We do um, all barrel fermentation, all barrel aging. Um, So it's a buttery, creamy. Yes, yes. But still still has some fruit on it, Mm -hmm. um, especially in um, the entry there on the wine. Um, and that is because of where the vineyard's at. There's some higher acid on it. So it definitely brings out the fruit character. So it balances well with the heavy, heavy barrels that we put with it. Okay. So this is why you like Chardonnay. Yes. <laughs> and in your, in the Dutton uh, estate case, there's three different Chardonnays to choose from. Yes. Light, medium, and heavy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something for everyone. Yes. Super. 
Well, that's exciting. What's ahead for you on the winemaking side? What's what's in the near future? What's what's on your plate? What are you doing now? Um, right now, we're getting ready for bottling. Um, tomorrow, we start filtration on our spring bottling, which will be our Sauvignon Blanc, or Kylie's Cuvée Sauvignon Blanc that is named after me. And um, then we have our Rosé of Pinot Noir, too, that we're going to be filtering and bottling tomorrow and bottling Monday, Tuesday. Okay. And when will those wines be ready for people to buy? We're going to release them right away within like the first two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Would you ever consider making wine anywhere else? Um, hmm. I have thought about it and that is why I did, um, my abroad internship there in New Zealand. Um, so I did go abroad and do a harvest there. Um, we do custom crush here at the winery. So that does bring in some other clients and, um, other varietals too, that I get to work with that I don't have the chance to with only growing Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Sauvignon Blanc, and a little bit of Syrah. So we do have that, so I'm able to learn from other winemakers as well and learn a little bit about other varieties. I don't think I'm going to leave <laughs> that estate. Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. We're going to shift now to your personal life. Okay. You live on your family's compound, is what I'm going to call it. Okay. Um, if we took a step inside your house, mm-hmm. what would we see? What's your decorating style? Um, I like lighter style, uh, lighter colors, neutrals. I like to feel very zen when I go home. Oh, okay. So What's I, that mean for you? I just like to relax. Um, I don't... I don't like being enclosed with dark colors. I definitely just like the lighter neutrals, just feeling very zen, very calm. Um, I like to relax at home. Um, I have a mini Dachshund Jack Russell mix that you would find if you walked in, into my front door. And what's his name? His name is Louie. Aww. Yes. How old is Louie? He's two. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you're relaxing, mm-hmm. what kind of music do you like to play? Oh, I like everything. I like a little mix of everything. Um, especially when I'm relaxing, maybe I'll throw on some 90s country. Um, I could put on some today's hits uh, as well. Maybe some pop. Okay. One mm-hmm. or two of your favorite artists? Uh, I probably lo- have a lot. I do. I do. <laughs> and it's hard to narrow down to two. Um, Shania Twain will always be a favorite of mine. Um and probably George Strait. Oh. Yeah, he's a classic. School. Yeah. Okay. Is there something people might be surprised to learn about you? Do you skydive? Do you rappel down mountains? Uh, no, I do not. Um, I have always been very athletic, so I still am into athletics. So every day I need to go to the gym. I go to the gym every day and continue to, I have done that and continue to do that. Um, I don't know if that's out of the ordinary. No, it's probably not out of the of ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> You're not up the hook, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you speak a, a second language? Do you scuba dive? Did you TP somebody's house? <laughs> I did some crazy things in college that I probably can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> She's holding back, folks. I mean, on the weekend. Do you have a tattoo? I do not have a tattoo. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. I know. I don't do anything like out of the ordinary. Um, Are you a secret knitter? Nope. I'm not. I like to read, but that's definitely not out of the ordinary. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with that (laughs) right now. Uh, What's the last book you read? Um, I read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Okay. Um, Um, How good was that? That was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How did you pick that book? Um, I've been hearing lots of good things about it. Um, Was it a page turner? Yes, it was. It was a page turner. And then before that, I read a couple of books back to back. And the other one was The Last Thing He Told Me, which I finished in about 24 hours. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, that was a good one. (laughs) Okay. Well, well, she saved herself with the... um, the book reading. <laughs> yes. We're going to go with that. You've done maybe some traveling in your life. Is there yes. a memorable trip that you can tell us about? A standout trip. Oh, all of them were standout. Oh, come on, Kylie. Uh, I mean, you're, you're, you're asking, killing me. You're asking me to pick between Lake Como, Italy, Florence, Italy, New Zealand, um, England, Scotland, I mean, they I were know, but all... was there one that was extra special? I did go on a trip abroad with my grandma. Okay, tell us yes. about that. So my grandma, she took me to England and Scotland. And why did she take you to England and Scotland? And is this your mom's mom or your dad's mom? No, this is my dad's mom, so this would be Gail Dutton. So she... Has taken us all on a trip wherever we want to go um, just to spend time together, you know, just get to know one another as adults and see something incredible, go someplace new um, and just spend some time together. And so it was great. We went to England and Scotland and just had the best time touring castles and shopping and all that good stuff that sounds super cool yeah and so special and what a fabulous tradition yes and how long ago was that i took my trip with her in november 2019 huh? that, yay pre-pandemic yeah. pre-pandemic trip a perfect time yes yes switching gears mm-hmm. when you go home other than dutton wine or cider what do you like to drink are you a wine insider girl or do you do you like a beer or cocktails? I like cocktails. Ooh. <laughs> What's one of your favorite cocktails these days? Um, I am really big on extra dirty Tito's martinis. All right. With olives. I need the olives. <laughs> do you like blue cheese olives? Um, if they have blue cheese, I do like the blue cheese olives, but not um, every restaurant has them. So That's... sometimes I do regular or I ask for a mix of both. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> we heard it. We heard it here. <laughs> um, you've lived in this area your whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your family's been here forever. Um, what are a secret or two spots that people can't miss other than your winery to Mm -hmm. visit. 
What are what are one or two um, spots that you could recommend people to see? Hmm. Let's see. I like Tamales. Um, oh, Tamales Bay. Yeah, Tamales yeah. Bay, Dillon Beach, Lawson's Landing. Um, I just think that's a really cool area. Um, also, Armstrong Woods is really beautiful. What's in Armstrong Woods? Um, lots of redwood trees. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, which I didn't know, but, you know, I went to school in uh, Arizona. I went to college in Arizona. So some people have never seen redwood trees before. And it was just kind of shocking for me to hear. But I guess redwood trees for me would be like cacti to someone living in Arizona. Right. So um, when a few of my friends have come to visit me, the first thing that they want to see is a redwood tree. And you're like, okay. <laughs> right outside. <laughs> right. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's vines, too. Yes, right. yes. Vines, too. I'm, yeah. you're, I would be surprised that they wouldn't want to see the vines. And, this and then the redwood tree. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of... That, well, that, those are some good tips, mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. Do you have a bucket list? Yes. You do? I do. Okay. Can you tell me one or two things that are on your bucket list? Uh, yes. Um, a lot of them are travel. Um, I do like to travel. Um, so I would definitely love to go to, um, some like tropical Asian countries, um, like Fiji, Maldives, um, uh, Singapore would definitely love to make it to Singapore one day. Um, and, and why I just, are you just intrigued by it? I'm intrigued by it. Um, I'm also a, a beach bum uh sometimes when it comes to traveling and sometimes i just want to go somewhere amazing and park myself on the beach and um hang out for a while um let's see another another bucket list item a short-term bucket list item would be to get married start a family so that's on my bucket list okay. too well, so i have <laughs> to ask are you dating someone yes i am <laughs> Yay. How long have you been dating? Three years. Okay. And why hasn't he popped the question yet? <laughs> you have to ask him. <laughs> okay. Well, shame on him. I would. He needs to get with the program. I would ask what his name is, but that wouldn't be very nice. So we'll just tell him he needs to get with the program and leave it at that. Yes. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap things up with five quick questions. You okay. ready, Kylie? Yes. Okay. They're very, very lighthearted. Okay. You ready? Yes. What's your favorite flower? Lilies. What kind of car do you drive? A Ford F-150 pickup. All right. She's a girl. Mm-hmm. What is one of your favorite movies? Sweet Home Alabama. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is one word that describes you? Loyal. Okay. Mm-hmm. And last question. What are some things not all but what are a few things that are in your nightstand i have um a lip mask that's in my nightstand that i have to put on every night because i have dry skin so uh, need to need to keep that hydrated um i have chocolate <laughs> in my nightstand uh, because i like to sneak a few pieces of chocolate before i go to bed and um 
lotion for my dry hands before I go to bed. <laughs> you would think she was dry, but she's as, as uh, well, she looks as soft and moist as she, she could be. <laughs> she's darling. Thank you. <laughs> but maybe it's all that lotion. Yes. <laughs> and balm. Kylie, so much fun hanging out with you today. Thank you. You too. Thank you so yes. Much. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Visit winecountrywomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.